Hey, thanks so much for joining us at our Red Rocks Church podcast. If you're new here, we're just a bunch of broken, messed up, imperfect people pursuing a perfect God. We hope that this message encourages your heart, builds your faith so that you can say yes to all of the plans and the purposes of God for your life. Enjoy this message. What's up, Red Rocks Church? You feeling good today? I don't know where you're at, but we're feeling good here at Littleton. Somebody make some noise. Hey, I want to quickly say hi to all of our Denver-based locations, Littleton, Arvada. What else we got? Lakewood, Josh Kingry, Park Meadows with the Keithleys. I want to say hi to Brussels, Belgium. Brussels, we love you. Listen, if it's your first time today visiting our Brussels, Belgium campus, we want you to know that you are family already. We're so glad you're with us. Thank you for joining us. Austin, Texas, what's up? Everything's bigger in Texas. And hey, let me me say hello to my favorite three campuses, all three God Behind Bars locations, men and women. We love you so much. You are every bit as much a part of this church family as those of us in this room right now. We're so glad you're joining with us. We love you, your family. And and hey, if you're joining us for the first time, uh, whether it is in one of our physical buildings or one of our other thousands of locations literally right now around the world in living rooms and kitchens and offices and cars and gyms and bikes and hikes and trails and the whole thing, we want you to know this. We're a bunch of imperfect, messed up people, but we love to do what we're doing right now. We love to, and we get to do it with you today through technology. We love to come together and get in the presence of a perfect God. And listen, no matter what you've been through in your life, no matter what what anyone's ever said about you, said to you, no matter what you're struggling with today, no matter where you're at with your beliefs today, I want you to know this. No matter what location you're at right now, in this place, you're going to be loved and welcomed and valued and accepted. And we're so glad you're here. We've already prayed for you. So welcome home and welcome to Red Rocks Church. Let's pray. God, I thank you that you're here with us today. I thank you that you're with us in buildings. I thank you that you're with us in gymnasiums, in correctional facilities, in houses, in offices, in cars, wherever, wherever we're at. I pray you remind us right now, it is not the presence of a building that changes our lives, it's the presence of our God, and you are with us right now, ready to speak, ready to encourage, ready, ready, ready to lift up our spirits, speak life into our lives and our relationships, and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. You can go ahead and have a seat. If you didn't already know it, we are starting a brand new teaching series today called Let's Talk Relationships. We're going to be talking about marriage, dating, sex, conflict resolution, everything. And so let me say right up top, this series is at least PG-13. Unapologetically, we are going to talk real, raw, honest, all right? So Please, if you're at one of our buildings, take advantage of one of our Kids Rock programs. I'll just tell you straight up top, I have a son who just turned 18, I have a son who's 15, and I have a 12-year-old. 
I'm going to have both teenagers watch this whole series like three times. But my 12-year-old is not going to be in here today. And so I'm not going to make that decision to you, but do not get mad after the fact and email us because you were warned. PG-13, because here, here's why this is so serious. And, and we're, we're, we have to talk real and raw and honest and serious. Because when Jesus said, I came to give you life and life to the fullest, he was also talking about your relationships. But when Satan said, I came to steal and to kill and destroy, he was talking about your life and your relationships. And we're not going to sit back and let it happen. We're going on the offensive and we're going to attack back. All right. So we're going to we're going to have some real and open and honest conversations throughout this series. So it's PG-13. So you do what's right for your family. But man, we're so glad you're joining with us. Today, we have a special treat. First off, babe, would you come up here, please? My amazing wife, the one and only Mrs. Jill Johnson. You brought your phone, didn't you? You had to bring notes, didn't you? She was down there with some paper. I'm like, no, you're not bringing paper up on this stage. Oh, you look so good. How you doing? Great. Is she beautiful? My gosh. I... I'm married up. Let's be honest. I'm married up. We have been married. How long have we been married? 22 years. I knew that, Josh. I didn't ask her because I didn't know it. I just wanted her to. Right. 22 right. years. 22. December 12th. 22 long. Oh, stop. It hasn't been that long. It's been a it's while. It's been the best 22 years of your life. <laughs> the best and the worst. <laughs> That's not no, right. No, no, no. That's it's not right. No, it's no, no. You're best. done. You're done. It's the best. You're done. Jimmy, just you and me are talking today. The girls are out. Hey, our friends, our family, um, I've, I've asked an amazing couple and someone who is so near and dear to all of our hearts. You guys know him as Aunt and Uncle Jimmy and Irene Rollins. Would you guys come on up? When it comes to power couples, if you look it up in the dictionary, this is who you yeah. get. What's up? What's up? What's Love up? Love you. Love you. I love you, bro. Love you so much. Well, guys, take a seat. Let's get into it. Here we yes. are. Let's go. You guys ready? All right. How, how long have you guys been married? 21 years. Oh, but we are coming up on 22 in June. And okay. it's been about the best five years ever. <laughs> I've heard you say that before. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we're going to get true. into that today. Absolutely. Yeah. Because here's what I was talking. I was talking with one of our campus pastors, Josh Kingry, right down front before we filmed today's service. I said, Josh, you pastor thousands of people at this church. If you could tell people in our church one thing about marriage, what do you hope they get from this series? And right off the bat, without thinking, he, what'd you say, Josh? It's, it's, it's not, it ain't perfect, but it's awesome. Come yeah. on. It ain't perfect, but yeah. it's awesome. That's, That's what true. she meant by 22 long years. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So 21 years, almost 22. Yes. Mm -hmm. And how'd you meet? Go ahead, babe. We met on the job. We were both technical recruiters for IT professionals, and uh, he asked me out after I'd been working there for two weeks. I had my eye on her. I was stalking her through the, yes. the whole time. And... I had just broken up with my boyfriend, and I was like, I just need male companionship. I want a serious relationship. Suddenly, someone was standing at my I was cubicle. Like, What's up, girl? How you yes, doing? He yes, he did. <laughs> so we went out that weekend, and honestly, it was all she wrote. 
We fell in love in one night, and I was like, when are we getting married? Like, yeah. you knew. She knew. Mm -hmm. I, I kissed her one time, and it was done. Like, it was Fireworks, <laughs> all like, that yeah. You do look like you have some pretty luscious lips, too. Yeah. 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 The, the song, baby, you're a fire. It just, it just, it happened. It was amazing. Like look, that. look, y'all look. She's blushing right now. What's up, girl? Don't start no more, Vina. <laughs> Jill, tell them how you fell in love with me at the second you saw me. <laughs> You, re you really want me to? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm second guessing this whole deal already. <laughs> yes. I don't speak very often, so, you know, I'm we, warming up. You want me here. to tell them? Yes, you tell we, them. We met on the job as well. I was an intern at, at the church we worked at, and she was teaching sixth grade at the school attached wow. to the church. And, and I had nothing to do as an intern over in the school, but every day I was like, oh, yeah, I'm over here doing some work for the church. <laughs> And I'd be like 12 times I'd walk by the sixth grade door and peek in. And, and no joke, this, this is how old we are. No joke, church. You know Ryan Leak, who has spoke here many times? You guys yeah. you know Ryan. Mm -hmm. Ryan was in her sixth grade class. Wow. He was my student. As a student. Yeah. Oh, and, wow. and in fact, one time I walked by and I like waved and Jill goes, oh, come in. And I went in the classroom and was like, Hey, guys. And it was Ryan and his buddies that started going like, ooh, you're in love. Oh, my God. And, and so the first time I went to ask her out, I literally had, I got up all the courage I had in the world. And yeah. I was like, I'm doing, I told all my friends, like, this is it. Tonight's the night. A small group. We, were, we met in small group. Yo, you should get in a small group if you're single. You I'm just That's saying. It. Yeah. That's it. And I went over and I literally, like, I had rehearsed the whole thing. And so nervous. It's going to be the first girl I'd ever asked out as a Christian, man. I was like, here we go. And I, I went to... To, to lay it down. Uh -huh. And she and I go, hey, I, I have something I wanna, I wanna talk to you about. She goes, oh wait, before you do, I know those kids in my class were saying like that we love each other. I just want you to know they're kids and there's nothing going on here. Oh wow, amazing. And she goes, now what did you wanna say? <laughs> she said, I just like you as a friend. She was hiding, so. masking yeah. her deep Absolutely. love feelings. <laughs> she was playing hard to get. Playing hard. She knew. Yeah. She's playing the game. Absolutely. She's playing the game. You, you were persistent. You wooed me. You won. Here we are. <laughs> and the best 22 years of your the life. Best That's it. 22. Let's go. Hey, so here, here's, I love what Josh said. It, it ain't perfect, but it's awesome. Revelation talks about how there's two things that defeats the power of Satan in our lives today, and it's the, it's the blood that Jesus shed on the cross and the word of our testimony, and, and I want to get into some of your marriage testimony because what I know is, is all throughout our church, here's what I know about all of us who are going to be married or are married. You're either currently struggling or you're about to at some point, right? Yeah, because we're broken people and, and imperfect people, so there's no perfect people and no perfect marriages. And, and, and one of the things that I think trips us up is sometimes we get caught up in the middle of struggle and we think yeah. it's just us. Yeah. yeah. And we think it's so bad it just can't be overcome, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, and one of the things I love about your testimony is, no, it can be overcome. That's it. 100%. And so would you share with us why you lovingly say it's been the best five years of your marriage? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it all just started off like in the beginning uh, our differences, like we were attracted to our differences, like, mm -hmm. like everything she wasn't, I was, everything I wasn't, she was. And what we found out is marriage is absolutely a multiplier, not a fixer. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so it began. Isn't that true that people go, if I could just get married, that would fix my, oh, yeah. no. uh, that would fix my lust problem. No, that would fix no. my, just yeah. magnifies it magnifies it. it. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, so in the beginning of our marriage, you know, you know, sparks are flying. It was amazing. But then 
Our differences started to show up more and more and more, and our differences aren't, weren't, were the things that attracted us to one another, but then they became the things that separated us from one another. And just marriage, having kids, mm-hmm. Irene popping out babies, like, yeah. <laughs> like life was just happening, and we had no tools. And so yeah. we had spent all of our energy planning a wedding, but not preparing for a marriage. Dude, yeah. come on. And uh, it just yeah. got bad. It got real bad. So we're during that phase where you're dependent on like the adrenaline of popping out babies. Like you're literally having children, you're buying homes, you're leading in ministry, you're doing working jobs, whatever. And that held us for a while. But then reality set in that we did not know how to handle the stresses of life. We weren't emotionally healthy enough or aware to be able to handle the responsibilities and the weight of life and ministry and death and betrayal and all the things that come along with this life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we both started medicating, like in our marriage. Yep. I was medicating with food and I had no idea, like, I mean, I was 400 and got to 420 pounds and it mm-hmm. was like physical weight, but that physical weight was a result of emotional weight and undealt with family trauma, yeah. family of origin issues. Yeah. And then alcohol started pastoring Irene and, mm-hmm. you know, she shared a lot about that with our Red Rocks family. And right. uh, it, we just started crashing and burning. The fights were mm-hmm. awful. I mean, we were leading a church, going home, not talking for weeks, staying at hotels. I was staying in hotels, the worst fights ever, anger issues, yeah. punching holes in walls. Had no idea that our kids uh, at night, uh, our oldest daughter was, had, our, had her two brother, her brother and her sister with pillows over their heads at night, what we found out in counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While, and then it just came to a, t- you know, to a tipping point where it, there was no other choice. We were either going to be done or we were either going to do the work, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And, and I just heard this little thought, the scripture that says that he works all things together mm-hmm. for our good. And I got I this thing in my, in my heart that if it's not good yet, God's not done yet. Come yeah, on, man. Yes. And because of that, mm-hmm. you know, we just started to do the work. The work I mean, and it took that crisis. It took that you know, hitting rock bottom, for lack of a better word, for I me. I mean, what for you was rock bottom? In, rock bottom in was rehab. Personally. Yeah. <laughs> rehab. The fact that I had, I'm a pastor's wife. I'm a mom. Like, I'm married. Like, what am I doing in rehab? Like, that was just for rock bottom. For alcohol. Abusing alcohol. I didn't understand addiction and dependency and how it, it crept up on me. But um, when I ended up in rehab, that crisis point of realizing that all of the stuff that I didn't unpack from my childhood, all the childhood trauma, all the dysfunction from my childhood followed me into marriage and I tried to mask it, pretend it wasn't there, but eventually my brain was like, hey, it's time to deal. And by medicating with alcohol, I actually caused my own misery and uh, collapse. So being in rehab was rock bottom, but what I love about that crisis moment is that was my way up. That was the beginning, my new beginning of my way up. And I learned that Um, I could be healed from all of those past traumas. And I got tools Mm -hmm. on how to recover, how to um, have conversation with my husband that where we healed one another. We were part of healing each other's childhood. I had no idea that that's what redemption and reconciliation in our life was going to look like. It was going to take me going to rehab to deal with the symptom of alcohol, but the root issue was the pain from the past. Yeah. And then we were, that journey, we brought our kids on. And so the kids were a part of the healing process. And now we 
travel the world sharing our testimony because we've got to boast about what the Lord has done in our lives. Yes. We're a miracle. Like hey. we are a straight miracle. It's a miracle. And a miracle. You're hot sharing that. I want to make out right now. <laughs> My God. Hey, church, <clears throat> I, w- I want to point out a couple things, and then we'll, I want to keep mm-hmm. asking some questions about yeah. the story, but I think it, if I caught the story right, the first couple things that happened was, first, we had to admit there was a problem, yeah. and then decide we were going to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, know, I know for me and Jill, and I haven't shared a whole lot of this with the church, at least not for many years, but like almost 10 years ago, if you'd have put us on a polygraph test... I don't know that either one of us would have said, I think this marriage is going to work. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it wasn't anything, any one thing that was crazy. We, we came here, you know, several years into marriage, started a church, and I was so naive about putting my wife before the church that I literally said something to the effect of her to like, hey, give me three years. Wow. Give me three years to just run crazy and exhaust myself trying to start this church, and then I'll be a good husband again. I mean, wow. that's about what I said. Mm. And, and we were just naive enough to go, okay, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we blinked, and we were a few years in and had a couple thousand people at a church. And what we realized is we were just business partners. Wow. Like We got real busy running a church together that's and real. raising kids together and investing finances together. And like we were business partners, but had no relationship anymore. And we were at this point when it was, and, and it was actually one of our friends who came to us and said, you guys look really good on the outside, but I know you well enough. You're not right. And you got to admit it. And we were like, yeah. crap. Yeah. And yeah. we knew we got to admit it and we got to go get some counseling. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like maybe that's where you guys started. You were about to say something. Yeah. I, w- I just wanted to say what you said. We decided or we had to make a decision. Are we going to stick with it and work on it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or are we going to say, eh, this isn't going to work? And I want to say to our church, not many of you, probably no one knows this, but I want to personally say thank you for choosing to <coughs> stay together and work through it mm-hmm. because your story then is very instrumental in our story. And what you wouldn't know, church, is the week that Sean had his anxiety attacks, of all anxiety attacks on the side of the road, uh, it was the end of the week. And at the beginning of the week, we had been with Jimmy and Irene in Maryland. And I will never forget that they invited us into their home while we were visiting. And we just were just doing life together, Mm, watching TV, having food together. And Sean and I were kind of surprised because that was different than we had ever experienced before. Usually we will go somewhere to a church, be with the pastors, go out to lunch, and then go back to our hotel or whatever. But you invited us into your home, and naturally the conversations began. They began to share their story. And I remember saying to Irene when we had a private moment, man, I, I, this is so good for us. It's hard right now. Sean's struggling, but I really don't know what else to do for him. And so it's been an answer to prayers I've been praying for Sean to just hear Jimmy say, yep, I went to counseling. Yep, I got help. And so your commitment to stay together and Mm. work through it changed, impacted changed Mm. our lives and we today because then later that week Sean had his breakdown on the side of the road with anxiety and I was able to say babe 
Like this, Jimmy and Irene just went through this. We can do this too. Yeah. We can yeah. do it too. And so, so I would love for couples to just hear That's if good. you're in that place and you're saying, so good, I can't do this and I don't mm-hmm. think we're supposed to be together and I don't think this is going to work. Could I challenge you to challenge that thought and say, yeah. ooh, maybe, just maybe if we do choose to stay together and work yeah. through the hard, mm-hmm. our lives will be changed. Mm-hmm. Our children's lives will be changed, but then other couples yep. around us, their yep. lives too. Yep. So, yeah. so, so thank good. you. Yep. And you hold a very mm. special place in our hearts, and this is a special moment thank to you. share you with Red Rock. So. Can I say like just mm. how amazing that um, Sean and I were FaceTiming, and he, you know, I'm a FaceTime friend, like so I don't just call you, I FaceTime you, right. and I asked you before that, I said, hey man, what, what's going on? You don't, you don't look right, you know, and, and, uh, and that me and Irene had a covert kind of operation. I said, hey, let's get them to our house, and, and so, we can, so we can talk to them, and, <laughs> and they can see like our issues, and we can talk with one another, and, and I was like, he's a world changer, they're a world changer, they just got to get through this, this moment, and, and then you shared with Irene personally, privately, and then Irene shared some of it with me, and where the, where the, when Sean was going through that moment, he called me and I said, FaceTime me right now. Where are you? <laughs> and, uh, and he FaceTimed me and we just began to just talk and I just began to share. I don't know if you remember that moment. Like, man, I, I I've been on the side of the road, yeah, you know, I, I, I've been right where you are. Mm-hmm. And, and I think here's the deal. Like the Bible says that confess your sins to God that you may be forgiven. Mm-hmm. It then takes it a step further. It says, confess your sins to one another that you, you may be healed. And I think many of us are walking around forgiven but not healed because we're not transparent yep. with mm-hmm. one another. Yep. And it was in that moment that um, I think I said to you, hey, if you don't deal with these issues, these issues are going to deal with you. Yeah. And, and I said, here's what we're committed to, to walking together yeah. through this. Yeah. And I think we talked every single day. Yeah. And I had a Sean, we had a Sean and a Jill mm-hmm. in our situation six years ago. Uh, that we had, we had friends actually come do an intervention yeah. to help Irene get to wow. counseling. And I think mm-hmm. so many of us think we're alone. Yeah. So many of us think that, man, I, I, you know, if, if, if people knew how bad it was. No, 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 no. Everybody's marriage yeah. is struggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get real enough and vulnerable enough and transparent enough and have real accountability, like accountability is only as strong as transparency and mm-hmm. vulnerability. Yes. Yeah. And I think it was through those moments. And so we're, we're honored to be able yeah. to do life with you guys because you guys have reciprocated it yeah. even back to us through, you know, some difficulties, you know, that I recently went through in, in ministry back in September. I was having anxiety and you were like, I was having a panic attack. I had nobody to talk to and like church was just getting too much in life. And Irene was like, you need to call your friend because you tripping. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you were able to help me through that. And it's just, yeah. it's just amazing. We love y'all so much. Love you guys. What, 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 what I don't know if I've ever shared with you guys, maybe I have, I forget, but when I went away to counseling, well, before I went to counseling, I was just trying to get to Alabama to go see my pastor because I was in such bad shape, and these two flew across the country just to have dinner with us and just to, like, hug us and tell us you're going to be okay and you're going to make it and you're not alone, and so thank you from the bottom of my heart. Mm-hmm. Man, we love you guys so much, and can I just take a minute, church, um, what you're hearing us talk about right now is why we do small groups. That's right. It's why, I, it's why we ask you all the time, would you consider 
getting in one of the groups. Go on the app or the website today, get in a group. If you can't find one you're looking for, start one. We'll help you start one. Get on there and fill out that form. We'll help you start one. And if you're in one, let me just say this. You can be, um, I've been in many small groups over the course of my walk with God. You can be in a small group and go hang out every single week or every single month and share absolutely nothing that's real and, and mm-hmm. necessary. And, and or you can be in a group where you can decide, no, in this group, we're not just going to have fun and keep it surface. We're going to go deep. And we're going to talk about our hurts. And we're going to talk about our, our scars. And we're going to talk about what we're struggling with. And we're going to talk mm-hmm. about what we need. We're going to ask for prayer. Like that's where life change happens. Um, and so I just want to challenge you, if, you're, if, if this is your church family, you need to be in a group, so good. and if you can't find yeah. one, start one, and then take it to a real level where you can actually help each other, and then you can celebrate the good times and cry together in the bad times, yeah. right? So good. So, <clears throat> so you realize there's a problem, you say, we got an issue, and we, we decided we're going to fight. Mm-hmm. We're not going to just wave the white flag and walk away, we're going to fight. Yeah. Then what? I think the first thing was counseling. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about that journey? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I think we needed, what for us, what we needed was baseline tools. We had no tools. We didn't know how to fight fair. So how are we going to recover from these, wo- the wounding we did to one another? Like we wounded one another in yeah. words and deeds and attitude, right? So there, we had to start from baseline. How are we going to fight? And so we started with affirming one another. Like, we literally had to sit there and express with our mouth. It was so hard. It was so awkward. Like, while you're mad. While yeah, so we're mad. The counts, we go yeah, tell us, how do you fight fair? Yeah. Can, you, can, you, can we get some cliff sure, notes sure. on that? Yeah, give them that. Let's I get the affirmation there's a couple every yeah. now this, and then who have had a fight. This is what's crazy. Like, we're in counseling. We're mad Couldn't at each other. We stand each other. We drove in separate cars. Yeah. You know, I'm cussing the whole time on the way to counseling. Like, right. I hate, I don't want to even be here. I, mm-hmm. I'm done. You know, and he was the quitter in the relationship. I was always saying, I was the one, it's over. It's awful. It's you're over. amazing. You're terrible. Like, you know, and, and, and so we get in counseling and she's like, so <laughs> she was, so. she was like so calm and, and she, there was just something calming about her. And she goes, so, so take for the next five minutes mm-hmm. and give affirmations to one another. What do you love about Irene? What? And she would make us go like this week, tell Irene one thing, Jimmy, that she did that you appreciate and why. Oh, that's so, not easy when you're mad. No, not when you're mad. <laughs> not when you're mad. So it was, it was amazing to see it, that. Yeah, it made us look at what was good, that whole gratitude yes. and positivity thing. And, and, and basically what she was saying is, if there's going to be a better future, mm-hmm. I want you to look in the past and everything so that you good. already decided about your wife, I want you to reconfirm those commitments right now. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And so you're amazing, you know, I didn't feel it, but I realized that I was actually sowing words, yeah. right, that we would have to live out later. Yeah. And so fighting fair was first starting with affirmations. Mm-hmm. And then I think one of the amazing things that we teach couples today and every, mm-hmm. like every, any couple is we, we had to choose what day we're going to fight and what time frame. Huh. And so what it was is our lives were- You schedule your fight. Schedule. We did. Hard conversations happened on Friday. So Fridays at noon. at noon for one hour. <laughs> one hour, and then it was over. So it, if I'm mad on Wednesday, I'll see you Friday. Yes. See you Friday. And here's what happened, Sean. This is the amazing thing. I was. <laughs> I will talk I, to you Friday. Yes. Yeah, so I, at noon. I took a. I started Mondays. I'll forget. So I put it on a list. I had opened up Evernote. <laughs> 
okay, and I can't stand okay. you because of this, and I can't stand. And then Friday would come, and I would look at the list, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's dumb." When he gave it, space. I'm immature. Mm-hmm. And what we started uh, looking at and seeing is that only real things to our relationship made it to Friday. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I think one of the greatest principles in fighting fair is picking a time, an hour. And after that hour, you're going back. And what it forced us to do is not allow our resentment, mm-hmm. our frustrations to inundate our relationship. Our, so wow. Monday through Friday, it's like, or whatever other days of the week, it's like, no, I'm going to love you. I'm going to choose to appreciate the things I love about you. Just because you threw the clothes on the side of the floor and offended me once again <laughs> on the side of the bed. She just told me that this pile. Week, I'm driving God. her crazy yeah. because I leave my clothes on the floor. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I'm not going to let it build resentment. Right, am I lying? Yeah. Mm, no, not lying. <laughs> Isn't it crazy, though? I struggle I'm sorry, Joe. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, we interrupted. Sorry. No, I'm gonna, good. I'll talk to you Friday. <laughs> Isn't it go crazy, ahead. though? So we were together. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember this. On a Friday. Hmm. Is that when we were at the, the restaurant? And you thought we were getting into a fight. <laughs> yeah. Because y'all remember I thought, that? They started, that? I didn't know it was their power hour. <laughs> it just happens naturally. And they now. started talking very frank with each other. Yeah. And I was like kicking Jill under the table, like, I don't we were know what lunch. to do. Like, are we supposed to be here for this? Like, <laughs> there was no We're table not going to recover from this. I could this. see him yeah. kicking you. Yeah. And you, you guys thought we were just going at it. I could see y'all getting uncomfortable. And then when the hour was up, we were like, all right. Love you. What, 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 are we, yeah. what are we doing? We worked. What are we doing? We powered through a I felt like I was watching a Twilight Zone. It was right? impressive. Yeah. So what just it happened? Impressive. They like each other all of a sudden. Right. We hit the car and they like each uh-huh. other again. Yeah. And what we've, what we've come to find out is, is that, you know, we can agree to disagree. Um, and here's the thing about fighting fair. Mm-hmm. Is your goal to win or understand? Understand. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and why that mm. conversation ended well was because we heard each other. I heard you Even say that, actually. Even though we didn't agree. I, you kept Remember, saying, she didn't agree with me she, at all. She, mm-hmm. You kept saying, I hear, I what, you're hear saying. what you're saying. You're saying, then she'd repeat what he was saying. Yeah, it's called mirroring. Mirroring, yeah. yeah. And I would mirror back And that's back to make sure, because then he'd go, no, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it made sure I heard it correctly, gave him an opportunity to add anything or subtract to what I was hearing, mm-hmm. and then it validated that I am listening. I'm trying to track what you're saying is important to me, Jimmy. And I'm not trying to win. I'm not trying, do you, I don't know if yeah. you picked up on that. Like, I wasn't trying to be right. I just wanted to make sure he felt heard. And then I also wanted to know that he heard me. And then we kind of, and what, where did we leave off from that conversation anyway? Well, Because we didn't, we left still, not agreeing. It's still uh, something that we don't agree on. It was yeah. actually about spending. It was about I remember, spending trust money. me. And I'm like, I ain't going to you to ask you. I'm on <laughs> a trip and can I spend this amount of money? <laughs> right? And, and we just, we're going back. And this is 21 years later. Yeah. Like this is still a thing. And what we just landed on is what, when I heard her, what she was really concerned about because of her family of origin, mm-hmm. uh, things that she has gone through in her past, is security and safety. Yeah. But see, if I took it personally in that moment, I would have thought she was trying to control me. Right. But what she was really saying is, do we have enough savings? Mm-hmm. Are we good? You know, am I, am I going to be secure? Because in her upbringing, but if, if, if I never listened to her, 
See, what happens is, is every argument is really, if you uncover it, it's really a wound or a hurt mm -hmm. or, or, or a safety you know, concern that God brought you together and it's yours to care for. Oh, That's wow. good, Jimmy. And so what happens is, is now I realize that her action is not at me. It's actually a fear that is mine. My reaction will really see how she sees God and it's mine to care for. Mm -hmm. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Mm -hmm. And so in that moment, I have an opportunity. Do I, am I offended? Am I upset? Or am I a safe place mm -hmm. for her to share the wounds of her heart and care for those things? But mm -hmm. you can only do that when you learn to listen for the heart wound and the trauma wound, not the trial you're going through. That's so, so good, Jimmy. That was good. So you're going to start with some affirmation. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. You're going to make sure you're listening to understand, yep. not to win. Mm -hmm. What's next? And you, the listening is by mirroring. Yeah. So oh, and you, I, we scheduled it. We scheduled yeah. it for we Friday. scheduled it. You mirror mm -hmm. and empathize, right? Yeah. Go into the other person's world and experience it from their point of view. And then what I love about what Irene has done great with this communication style, and it, it took a long time to practice, she would say, tell me more. Mm -hmm. Get curious. She gets curious. Mm -hmm. And I've learned to get curious in every aspect of my life. And then she says, okay, so what I'm hearing you saying, da, da, da. And then I agree. And then she says this, well, can I make a vulnerable request? Mm -hmm. And that vulnerable request is, so when you do this, this is how it makes me feel. I hope you guys are writing this down. This is good. It's and okay. when she says, when you do this, this is how it makes me feel, it, I'm not, you can't be defensive. Right. And so I said, I'm sorry, the last thing I want to do is make you feel that. And then she says, so my vulnerable request is that you don't do that. Wow. And, yeah. and one, one of the other things that we've had to, um, because of my aggression, because of I'm a big personality, because I'm a tall person, because I'm a big person, because I'm passionate. You know, my family's like the black Italians. When we talk, we're not arguing, Italian. we're just like... Everybody's loud. Everybody's, <laughs> you know. And, <laughs> and the counselor said, when you talk, Jimmy, I want you to get in a lower position. And so I would literally, for years, just lay on the floor at our one-hour Friday conversation so I got lower than her. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. of the family issues and the abuse and other men that were strong in her life and didn't treat her well, mm -hmm. anything that resembled that, I was shut down. Because hmm. I'd be triggered and like, <gasps> fight, flight, or freeze. And I'm like, I'm not that other guy. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> you know, I already threatened him. Okay. <laughs> you know, and then I'd lay on the floor. This is an, mm. an actual thing. And I would say, hey, uh, th this is what's, you know, your behavior. And this is what is coming up for me. Mm -hmm. And can I have a vulnerable quest? But I'd be in a lower position to show submission to her. Wow. Oh. Guys, is this good stuff or what? Mm. Um, I want to I want I want to ask you, Jill, something, because I just recently learned that she does this and I thought it was so good. Um, and, and it really goes in, in line with what you were just saying. When we are struggling, she has. Did someone tell you to do that? Did you come up with that on your own? I'm not sure what you're. Oh, the list. The, oh. The, the, the reminding yourself that you actually like me list. <laughs> 
No, I came I up love with it. it on my own. Can you I think? just, 22 years, I just found out she does this. Tell them what, what, what you do. It's okay. so good, and it's just like I practical. So there's a couple things that I've done, and honestly, I don't know other than I have to just, <laughs> I feel like sometimes the best thing I have going for me in our marriage is just simply my relationship with Jesus. That's it. Because you can, I mean, as you can see, uh, words aren't as natural from me as they are for Sean. And so I, I don't know how, how I think to do things or where things come from. Honestly, I have to go, you know what? It's just the Holy Spirit dropping a a little uh, nugget into my heart, my mind, whatever. And so a long time ago, I realized when we were in a really difficult place, I realized, oh my goodness, I have got to remind myself of what I fell in love with so good. when Sean and I first started our relationship. Mm-hmm. And so for whatever reason, I thought, you know what? I, I kept thinking about the day, the week, the month he proposed and put a ring on my finger. That whole day, month, week, I would look at my hand and all the, you know, excited emotions mm-hmm. of, I'm going to be Sean's wife. Wow. Like, that's all I could think of when I'd look at my hand with my ring on my finger. And so I don't know how many years into marriage we were, but I we were in a rough place. And I was, start, the, the, I was starting to forget <coughs> why I fell in love with him. And, and it was just a result of hurt and anger, whatever, things we had not figured out how to talk about. And so I thought, I want to get back to that place. I want to stir up those feelings that mm-hmm. I felt when we got together all those years ago. And so I had a wedding band and my engagement ring. I took the wedding band off and I just wore my engagement ring for as long as it took so that every time I looked at my hand, Mm. I was taken back to that day he proposed. I was taken back to the start of our relationship. I was taken back to that week. And Mm. and it was just something that I had to do to get myself to remember, which I love because that's what God, all throughout scripture, he told his people, hey, remember, remember, so take, good, take a stone out of the Jordan River so that when you see it, you set it up and you look at it and you remember what I've done. God did it. He put mm-hmm. a rainbow in the sky. Come on. And he said, every time I see that rainbow, I'm going to remind myself, I love those kids. I love those kids. I'm not flooding the earth again. You know what I mean? So I, Tell them I, about the list. Oh, and the list. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That was the first question. Right, this is us too. I get all off. Okay, anyway, so then, I don't know at what point, I thought, okay, I'm really mad at him. I'm really mad, but I'm gonna write down all the things about him as a person that I love. And so I made this list in my phone in the notes, and I just titled it, The Things I Love Most About Sean. And then I put a heart emoji, just because I need How that heart emoji. How long is this list, Jill? Well, I counted. <laughs> I counted yesterday. Is it I'm short? Curious. Is it short? No, it's right. decent. And okay. I add to it. I add to decent. it. Decent. It's decent. Are you wearing both rings right now? <laughs> I'll talk to rings, you Friday. All the rings are on my finger. I got a um, list too. I haven't done Friday that a long list. time. I haven't had to. I haven't had to just wear an engagement ring in a long time. Oh, good. So that, that's good. good. That's awesome. No, he is an amazing husband. At the, what's at the top of the list is your character. When we started dating, so I loved awesome. this man because of his character. He, he 
his, his, he's just always the man you see as a church is the man he is at home. And not perfect, but none of us are, but he is committed to his um, relationship with God and he's committed to helping people. And, and so I, I love you. The list is long. It's, it's long and I add to it. And on the days that I'm really mad, I will get out that list and go, nope, this is what I love about Sean. This is who Sean is and this is what I love. And this, this will be okay. That's one thing too. Like on the hard days, remind yourself. I've had to say, we can do hard things. Yeah. It's not always going to be this way, but we just have to stick mm-hmm. to the, the course of great. Mm-hmm. committing to work through it. So. Hey, single people, this is why you don't settle for anything less than somebody who's sold out for Jesus right. when you're looking for somebody to marry. That's why we're still married, Jimmy. Yeah. I think both of us would say at the core, we're both still married because yeah. we have relationships where we decided to put God first and let him mm-hmm. do some miracles. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, how can we forgive if we don't understand forgiveness yeah. that we've needed for Christ? How can we offer grace, right, if it hasn't been applied to our own lives? I don't understand people that are far from God, you know, how they get close to their spouse. And because I without the conviction of the Holy Spirit, without yeah. God's grace, without God's forgiveness. Like, God is a repairer. Yeah. And it, it's just been amazing. Now, I, it's, it's crazy to me. This is not like that we're... I've always been... That, that, that scripture in Romans that we're more than conquerors. Like, I never really understood it. But it's like, no, you just don't get through it. It's better on the other side of it. Yes. Like... It's so much better. It, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, I, it, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm in love with this chick right here. Well, and, and I've gotten to have good. many talks with Jimmy where it's just me and you driving, whether in the car, driving around, going to Jaden's game, FaceTime and yeah. whatever. But I mean, Irene, he has told me so many times, like, Sean, we didn't just get through it. Like, mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah. now. It's better yeah. than it ever was. Yeah. And, and, and I know that's our story. Like, we didn't just get through it. Yeah. It's yeah. better than it ever was. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, I want to, man, on, on our behalf, but just thank God. And, yeah. and so, so um, I'll tell you what, will you say thank you to these guys? And I'm going to wrap up and we're going to pray. Guys, I love you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Thank you so much. I love you. Band, you can come on up. We're going to wrap this party up. Let me just say this. Uh, I want to close by doing this. If you want to be married someday or are currently trying to stay married, man, I, I think Josh said it so well. It ain't perfect, but it's awesome. And I know that every single one of us will have to do what we heard Pastor Jimmy and Pastor Irene talking about doing in their own relationship, which is when we struggle, let's not hide it. You know, um, we did a social media push this week and we asked you as the church, what are some of the things that that you wanted us to talk about? And one of the questions that came up a lot was how you keep a healthy marriage, um, you know, in the middle of busy lives and parenting and kids and all that stuff. I think one of the most important things is, and this is just a lesson I've learned, is I can't let the kids and the business and the finances and the house and whatever else, I can't let that stuff allow me to be so busy that I don't have time to turn around and actually work on my marriage. That's how you are married for 10 years and finally admit you have a problem. 
because for 10 years, you just allowed everything else to occupy your time because marriage isn't going well, so I'll focus on the kids. I'll focus on their sports. I'll focus on my job. I'll focus on, focus on our finances. I'll focus on our investments. I'll, I'll work in the yard. Like, whatever it is, I think the key is, like, let me go back to the most important thing after my relationship with God, which is my relationship with my spouse. And if it needs work, then let's admit it. It needs some work. And if you need help, let's get some help. And you can go to our website. You can go to the app. We got a resources page on both of those. And we'd love to help you find the right Christian counselor. If you can't find what you're looking for on our website and on our app, get in touch with your campus staff. We'll help you find some resources. Get the help you need. Decide to put God first in your relationship and decide we're not going to wave the white flag because they got through it and 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 they got through it. So yes, I can. And start to believe that the power of the Holy Spirit can do things in your life and in your relationship that you can't do on your own, that you haven't been able to figure out on your own, because it might feel impossible with us, but it's not impossible with our God. Amen. Let me pray. God, I just want to pray right now for every single, every single person, single, dating, married, divorced, widowed, someone in a position of of a parent or a grandparent or a mentor who wants to help somebody else learn how to date and marry and thrive. Holy Spirit, we need you. Would you take the parts of the testimonies that were shared today about the low times and the high times? And would you speak to every single one of us what we need to hear right now? And God, I pray for a spirit of encouragement. I pray for a spirit of faith to begin to rise up in in relationships that, that where individuals feel there is no way that maybe just maybe we could look to our God. And what if he made a way where there is no way? And so, God, I pray for unbelievable amounts of forgiveness in relationships and grace in relationships. And I'll see things from your point of view in relationships. And I'm going to build you up with my words in relationships. And I'm going to see things from your side. I'm going to put myself in your shoes. Whatever it takes, God, I pray for some miraculous restoration to begin today in Jesus name. And everybody at every location said, amen. Church, let's stand up and let's worship.